What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long-term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's Word said about them. How would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas about identity, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day moving forward for the rest of our lives. Repeat after me. I am his beloved. His beloved. Do you know what that means? It seems obvious, right? That you're dearly loved by him. But how do I know that I am his beloved? How can I rest in that? Well, let's walk for a minute through the gospel and understand what it means. And then I think we can unpack it maybe even with a good little word picture. Jesus was the beloved son of God, wasn't he? In fact, twice in scripture, God calls him exactly that. In Matthew 3, 17, when he is being baptized by John the Baptist and the dove comes down, what what does everybody hear? They hear, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And then on the mountain of transfiguration in Matthew 17, verse 5, after Peter, James, and John are up there and they see Jesus transfigured into his glory. And he sees Jesus talk to Moses and Elijah. And Peter basically says to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I'll make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. And he was still speaking this when behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Now, in scripture, it says when the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. Now, dear sweet Peter was in essence saying beforehand, man, it's a good thing we saw this, Jesus. I mean, we can we can do something here and make this where people know what happened. And and like we can talk about you and Moses and Elijah and like they're going to be impressed. Because Moses and Elijah in their history were impressive figures. And Jesus was right there with them in Peter's mind in that moment. Until, until, until that cloud came down and that voice came out and said, "Mm, I'm not talking about Moses and I am not talking about Elijah. I'm talking about my beloved son. Listen to him. You see, this is this beginning idea of this word, dearly loved. It is a love beyond a, beyond compare, right? It is a love of unity and completeness between father and son. And that is extended to you and me in Jesus. When we are in Jesus, we are in the beloved. Immediately, I wonder if you have a thought in your mind of, "Mm, I don't know about that, Bethany. All these snapshots have been good, but that, I don't know about that one. I want you to hear what Jesus prays 
is his last prayer in John 17. And he says in verse, let's start in verse 22. He says, the glory that you have given me, I have given to them that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Jesus is talking to his heavenly father and he is saying, you have loved me fully. I am your beloved and they are in me and I am in them. And so therefore you love them in the same way you love me. Have you spent time receiving the very heartbeat of God that you are loved by him? that your union with Jesus in the beloved can never be disrupted. It is the finished work of Christ on the cross. It's not disrupted because you've had a difficult day. You've done poor things. You've sinned, maybe sinned terribly, maybe sinned secretly, maybe just omitted and didn't do. But this is a finished work. This is an identity piece. It is not of your performance. He is well pleased with you and at work in you because you are in Jesus, his son. And he is committed, therefore, to the work that he is going to be doing in you to change you and to call you forward in obedience to do what he has called you to do, the purposes he's called you to have because of the identity piece that you are his beloved, dearly loved, wholly connected to him through Jesus, his son. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Identity. Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just today's truth, but the truths for this entire week. We send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible, where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.